Yeah. What up, what up, what up? We back. It's been a minute, but we back again. We back, baby. We had to go on vacation. You know, it was the holidays. How to get our tan on. We was out here chilling. We wasn't in Cancun because there's a pandemic. Nah, I, we were at our homes. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, just, we're just chilling, trying to decompress. We got nine to fives, you know. <laughs> this this podcast does not support <laughs> our lifestyles right now. So, nah, man, we, we, I got ex- I got expensive taste. Exactly, caviar only. Okay, not really. I ain't eating that. I ain't eating that. Nah, nah, man. <laughs> oh man, but hey, listen. I like, I like, I like my fish fried. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Same, same. Uh, we back, and we we know we've we've been um getting questions from people. Where y'all at? We on vacation, Lucas. We gotta tell him we gotta be on vacation. Let us have a vacation. We gotta relax. We we got our stuff on. Do not disturb. Yeah, Merry Chrysler. You know, it's Christmas, New Year's, twenty twenty one is supposed to be our year. <laughs> I, I would hope so. But yeah, man, it's great to be back, bro. We missed. Hey, there's a lot of stuff that's happened since the last pod, man. And so much stuff has gone down, Bruh. I even think that the news cycle was always going to have something every couple hours. It's like something else happening. Also, if you're watching, you know, the news too, like not not sports news, but other news. There's a lot of stuff going on all the time. So craziness. But it's time, man. Listen. If we, we can go a full three hours with all the news we got. Joe Rogan style. All day, son. Everybody wants to hear us talk for three hours, but we're not going to do that, right? We can't do that to the people. Actually, we can't do that to ourselves because we, we, we don't got the stamina right now. <laughs> I got I got some pre-workout here. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> you know, put me in, coach. Hey, 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 Lucas mixes his pre-workout with Red Bull <laughs> and and five hour energy. That's how that's how he get ready <laughs> to get on the pod. Uh, sure, that's that's my that's my you know sleepy time drink. Jeez. <laughs> oh man, listen. We got we got a lot to get into, but first and foremost, where were you? Where you got the Woj bomb this week. Boss, I was driving down the highway when I got a call from my dad, and he just said, have you heard the news? Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't, you can't, can't start off any conversation, in, especially on the phone with, have you heard the news? He's like, did you see the news? No, I'm driving. It's 2021. You can't do that. I don't know. Like, that could... Literally anything. Did aliens invade us? I don't know. That might have been the case, man. We got people storming Capitol buildings. Now you don't know what's gonna happen. You got people getting banned from Twitter. You got you got UFOs and galaxies coming into existence. We don't know. Storming Area Fifty One. We don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, he followed that up with, "Have have you seen the Waj bomb?" And I was like, oh, what? He's like, Harden. Harden trade went down. Harden to the Nets. Ooh. Ooh. Looks like the Nets just got richer. Yeah. And you've, you know, if you're a long time listener to this pod, you know, we've been talking about this potential trade for months now. Never wrong. Never wrong. Never lost. <laughs> Yo, we, we, we basically, yeah, we called it because it, it is weird how it went down, though, because it started off with Harden might be upset, you know, not liking his situation. Yeah, might be not liking his situation with the Rockets. He's, you know, we've covered this on the pod. His uh, how would we say this? His extracurricular activities outside of practice. We've covered that in depth. And he didn't show up to practice a couple times. And people were like, is he going to show up? Is he, he might be upset. And the ultimate consensus was like, he's going to come back. The Rockets want him there. He's going to come back. And he did. He played a couple games and all the talk went away. And then out of nowhere, after a game, he comes out and says, basically, yeah, basically says, he's not really rocking it. He's not feeling it. And the, 
the way he said it was, I think, let me quote here. Let me try to quote the way that the team is currently constructed. It just, it just isn't going to work. Nothing screams like trade me. (laughs) He said, he said, I've done all I can for this team in this city and it just ain't going to work. Like, yeah, that's, I'm done, man. I'm out. He, and, and you can't fault him, but you can fault him. Cause when the big dance comes, you know, when it's time elimination games, he's, I think one for six, not looking too good. James, you got to disappear during those moments, but he is the best player on that team. He wouldn't, they wouldn't have been getting to where they're at in the playoffs without him. But he ain't really rocking with it. He, he he felt like Wall wasn't enough. They tried the Westbrook thing. They tried the Chris Paul thing. Mm-hmm. They brought in Christian Wood this offseason. They, they've tried everything they can. They've tried. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. And... If you want to point the blame, you could possibly point the blame to, to him. But with his team now and how it's constructed, I think he's going to be okay. Man, that team is stacked. I can't talk enough. Of, I mean, obviously, Harden forced the Rockets into a no-win situation. But the fact that the Nets like didn't have to give up anything. I mean, Karis LeVert is a good young player. But it was Karis LeVert... Uh, Jared Allen, a couple other players, and like four first-round draft picks. That was what the Nets gave up, and that's going to be good the next couple of years. Those draft picks ain't really amount to much. Like I think everybody speculated that a Nets-Rockets trade was going to have to involve Kyrie. And the fact that they didn't, that's insane. Yeah. Like, we, they basically they basically running back, you know, those – those thunder teams um except replacing westbrook with Kyrie, uh you know we'll see we'll see how that works i think they're probably the nets are probably the 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 betting favorite in the east now even you know uh milwaukee still has Giannis, and we'll see how that turns out for them that team is stacked right now you know but the the question that needs to be asked is whether we're going to see a similar situation like we just saw with Harden in Houston with Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn. Kyrie's been on some <laughs> Oh no, man. You don't Kyrie Kyrie has always been an interesting guy. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, he apologized today. He was like, "Listen, I just needed a break. <laughs> hey, the Dennis Rodman, like that. All, these too many guys. They just they went, they stayed home and watched the, the Last Dance, and they all said, "Man, I'm Dennis Rodman. I'm like I could do this, you know." Like, he, got, he got to take a break and go out and party like during the season. I'm gonna do that. That's what Kyrie Irving did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kurt Kyrie didn't go. Oh, he did go to a party because he he's fine. He, yeah, yeah, he did go to. A party. I'm like, yeah, Kyrie probably was meditating, but no, he went to a party. It's like I could do what I want, and then they're just like letting him do whatever he wants. I mean, but that's the case with all the franchises now. Like you hear about the stories with Paul George and Kawhi getting special treatment. You hear all these other things, and, and that's why you got to shout out LeBron sometimes. Because you don't hear all this stuff with LeBron. You don't hear these things with you know KD often too, with like them taking the special treatment. They just they dare to play ball, but some of these guys, man, some of these guys take a like, bro. You can't just say like, listen, okay, listen. That's the equivalent of me. <laughs> this is the equivalent of me at, at my nine to five using all of my vacation days and saying, you know what? I need to take another month boss. <laughs> I, and no, 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 no. Oh, did you just say I could take unpaid leave? No, 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 no. I need my paid leave, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm out. I, 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 I'll, I'll holler at you later. I'm, I'm a mess with you. And it's just dip and not come up and not come back. It's essentially what it is. Cause people don't, don't act like, these basketball players, like Kyrie got a ton of time off. <laughs> Kyrie was injured for most of the season last year. I don't even think he traveled to the bubble. He didn't. And he also had some time off. Like basketball players get are off from, I mean, essentially sometimes they're off from what? 
April, right? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Off from April all the way until October at times, September, right? August, I guess they, they start back camp in like August, September. So they get breaks, they get vacays. So <laughs> he was four games into the season after not playing all of last season, basically. I need a break. This is tough, man. It's tough on my mentals. Man, like, I mean, I'm not going to fault a guy if he, you know, men- take care of your mental health and all that. But, man, you four games into the season and you kind of already got a bit of this reputation from your previous stops. Uh, you know, at the 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 meme of the moment is, you know, everybody calling Kyrie out. You know, he didn't want to. Uh, he didn't want to be in Cleveland and be, you know, Robin to LeBron's Batman. He wanted to be the guy. And that's why he went to Boston. And he didn't really like that situation. So he went to uh, Brooklyn. And now not only is he not Batman, he's not Robin either. And they all calling him Alfred now. He, he's he's a third tier guy. Alfred, get me my get me my go go gadget. It's wrong, wrong, completely wrong analogy. But hey, man, you know, we'll, roll, we'll roll with it. Roll, roll, with, roll, it. With, we'll it. roll with it. We'll roll with it. Y'all just, y'all just act like you understood what Juan <laughs> meant there, right? Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Man. I mean, it, it, Inspector Gadget, Batman. Uh, <laughs> what are they doing with the with the Spider-Mans? The, uh, versus? Universes? Yeah, we could do that. We could do an inter-team collaboration there. But listen, Kyrie... Like you said, wanted to be that man. He wanted to be that guy. Then he went and got got KD. I remember him after the All-Star game waiting for KD to give his little acceptance speech for his All-Star trophy MVP. And then like the 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 conversation with him, like, you and me, we can do it. You know, championships, not one, not two. I'm just kidding. I still have I still have <laughs> trauma from that guy. Sorry. Um, but he, they go ahead and get together, right? And he's like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be great. They're doing Instagram lives, and then up. Oh, <laughs> Here comes somebody else because you like you can't even be mad at KD, right? Because may, maybe Kyrie is just, I don't know. I'm, I am I hate trying to get into people's psyche, but maybe Kyrie is just that type of guy that just wants to be heard all the time. He's just that he's just that 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 spouse that just needs there to be heard at all times. Or that friend that needs to be loud and heard and make sure people are doing what they want him to do. Because apparently he was not all in with the Nash pick. He did not like the Steve Nash thing. He's like, that wasn't my guy. Like, you wanted KD. KD's going to get his guy, man. KD's better than you by a lot. You're good. But you're not seven foot. You're not, yeah. KD doing all the exact same guard stuff, shooting it better, and seven foot. Like, we're going to pick him over you, man. He wants Nash. We're going to give him Nash. And now James Harden coming in. James Harden, a better guard than Kyrie. Ouch, bro. That hurts. But and you're man, right. <laughs> truth hurts. Hey, hey, and also, James Harden isn't injury prone. Yup. James Harden's he's 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 playing every game. He you gotta he gotta hit his numbers, man. He gotta drop forty every game. Easy. I'm telling you, I watched that game last night with the Bucks, and the Bucks are a great team. They're a good team. They hey, take man. it all the way to the end. But then when you have people like two guys like James Harden and Kevin Durant's caliber come on man i i watched these guys literally dominate the entire like the last five minutes of that game and when they the only reason it was close is because they would pass the ball to some of their teammates and their teammates would miss these dudes was like they're so amazing and they complement each other well james harden is a great passer people Mm -hmm. people underestimated his passing skills in houston they're like oh he just dribbles dribbles he had he averaged like what twelve assists or something like he was amazing. Yeah, Katie's gonna benefit from that. And 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 to be honest, it's probably insurance for Kyrie. You, like I would have traded. I mean, they really didn't trade anybody. Like I mean, like Jared Allen. Okay. Yeah, Karis Levert. Like I said, he's a good young player. You know, he, uh, he was the guy who was like shouldering the entire load uh, when, when they made the playoffs yeah. when Kyrie and Durant were all out. But you know, if you're gonna take, if you're gonna get hard in return, you're gonna make that trade twelve times out of ten. Yeah. Listen, man, the Rockets tried, man. The only people that win, the only people that are good at these draft picks, are the Celtics <laughs> and the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
They're the only ones with like good with just hogging all the picks and getting the picks from great people. Mm-hmm. And also the Miami Dolphins. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I don't like, know where that came from. Oh yeah. Uh but these picks aren't gonna I mean, I, I would I, I would hope in twenty twenty seven these picks will actually be relevant in twenty twenty six. I don't think these guys are gonna play into that that long and they're gonna have to have a rebuilding phase, but they're gonna be relevant for a while. They're gonna be relevant. Like they're gonna, you know. I'm sure the Nets are going to have their downswing. And that's the thing that happens when you have these stars. Once they're all gone, you're going to have issues. You mm-hmm. saw it with Oklahoma. You're seeing, well, well, you for a little bit with Oklahoma, but they they figured it out. Um, you saw it with the Cavs. You saw it with Miami. You see it everywhere where these stars leave. Like, even with uh, Toronto. I mean, Toronto is still good, too, man. They still, they're fine. They didn't lose too many superstars. But when you build these superstar teams you know with the celtics that happened with the celtics when they had their big three it, it just happened once they get older and they gotta they gotta move out you're gonna go through these rebuilding phases and it's just a part of it uh but the nets look scary man yeah, they, got, they got a window for the next couple of years yeah. uh well you know we'll see obviously you know they got a window to be the team out of the east they still got to face lebron if they do make it but <laughs> Uh, LeBron's like, listen, man, I'm 36, man. I I bullied everybody into leaving. I just got here. Just got to the West, man. It's been two. It's been well, no, it's been three years now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been three years, man. Uh, this is year three. Yeah, man. Listen, it's going to be interesting to see watch the Nets on the East. That I mean, they don't really look like they they'll have any real competition, other than like the Bucks. The Miami Heat are not looking great right now. Uh, those are the reigning. East champs, yeah. Uh, there's just a couple of teams. It's the Celtics. You know, they're they're flying on the radar a little bit. Uh, the Indiana Pacers are a surprise. They're, yeah, they're, Pacers. We'll see. You know how they can keep it up, but they look like you know the surprise team of the league. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, good luck, Alfred. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, talk. Hey. We gotta talk about our boy. Yeah, we going from a. Uh, one disgruntled superstar in Houston to another. Yes, sir. Oh man, what what are they doing to my guy Deshaun Watson? What are the Houston Texans thinking? I I love that clip with JJ Watt saying, "Hey man, I'm sorry we wasted a year of your your career." Man. <laughs> I mean, it's the, it's the most authentic thing that you can get from somebody in that very moment. Like we just wasted your entire year. And I'm sorry. Forgive us, man. So I just, I just want to start like from the beginning with everything. What's gone, gone down in Houston? Can you, can so, you do me a favor? Can you do me a yeah. favor? Don't forget the Dolphins when you talk about this story. Thank you. The Dolphins, boss. <laughs> I, I don't even know who. I don't. And those it's animals. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, I, I'll put myself on mute. We'll wait. <laughs> no, I just want to talk about like starting with like the GM search, you know. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. So Please proceed. Just how inept this organization is, and I know inept organizations. Trust me, I'm a Lions fan. Ouch. These guys, the Texans, hired a search firm to compile a list of you know candidates for this for their open GM position after they fi- fired. Uh, Bill O'Brien. They paid these guys like a million bucks. Hey, give give me a list of five guys who we can consider hiring for this GM job. And they told Deshaun Watson, "Hey, we want your input on this too. You know, we're gonna you know we're gonna run names past you and all that. You know, we want your input." So they got they paid the million dollars for this list of people. They looked at the list. And then they threw the list out the window and hired a guy from the Patriots who they didn't even talk to. They didn't talk to Deshaun. They didn't say, hey, what do you think about this guy? They didn't go to the, the search firm. They just paid a million dollars and say, hey, what do you think about this guy? Just set a million dollars on fire and go hire a but- your buddy from the Patriots. Then all these reports come out like, Man, Deshaun Watson, he is not happy. He is not happy at all. That he feels lied to. He feels deceived. He feels bamboozled. Led astray. Run amok. 
he he's not in a good place with the Houston Texans organization right now. I think I think it was Adam Schefter, you know, he said, you know, you know, my sources say that you know Deshaun was at a two and now he's at a ten. And a couple of days later, Deshaun Watson tweets it out himself. Yeah, I'm at ten right now. Like boss, the only thing that the Texans could do that to try to appease him is now they're trying to, you know, uh, what, what, who do you, who do you want as the coach? We know we ignored you last time, but <laughs> who, 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 we will listen this time. Who do you want to coach? As long as, you know, as long as he's probably a Patriots guy too, as long as it's, you know, maybe Josh McDaniels, that's who you want, right? No, 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 no. They said the the NFL made a special exception. The NFL has a rule that says like you can't interview uh, coaching candidates who are currently in the playoffs. Still, the NFL knows Deshaun Watson. He wants Eric Bieniemy, the OC for the Chiefs, as his coach. The NFL literally said, "You know what? Uh, we'll make an exception to the rule so the Texans can hire Bieniemy or can interview Bieniemy for their uh, job right now, just because we see the mess that's going on in Houston, and we're trying to avoid having a team lose their superstar quarterback and have this whole disaster, then have that team implode." It's a great government bailout. <laughs> they, 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 the NFL is looking out for the Texans. Like, yo, we know the only thing that can save Deshaun Watson for you guys is getting the enemy. So we're gonna we're gonna tweak some rules, see if we can speed up that process. You know what? And they still probably gonna screw it up. I'm pretty sure they're gonna hire a nobody. I, I don't even I don't even know who the candidates are for the position. Honestly, I you know I threw out Josh McDaniels' name. I don't think he's actually interviewing. But the Texans just seem much like the Lions. Again, I've seen this before. They seem to have uh, you know a, a fascination with the Patriots organization. Yeah, man. Listen, I think you know what. You know what? I know exactly who they're gonna hire. They're gonna oh, hire. Yeah. They're gonna hire Jeremy Pruitt. <laughs> they're, they're gonna hire disgruntled i'm just kidding like exiled shamed upon tennessee former tennessee football coach jeremy Pruitt. that's who they're gonna hire man it's gonna be great loads of cash in mcdonald bags that's what they're gonna do <laughs> it's probably going over everybody's head <laughs> that's another story but they're gonna mess it up they're gonna find a way they're gonna find a way to mess it up somehow I'm looking this, forward to it. The, the only way they could save it is Eric Bieniemy. That's the only way. They're not going to hire Eric Bieniemy. I, I know that. I know that. They're they're going to they're just going to have to let him go. They're just going to have to let him go and try to get some assets. Trade him to the 49ers for Greg Kettle. Do that. You know, George Kettle, excuse know, me. Let's let's throw out some trades cuz you know, one of the teams, you know, they said uh, you know, his his preferred destination is Miami. What what says you, you know, as Miami's GM? You making that trade? You giving up Tua? And what do you got, like the number three pick? You you going to make that trade? I would. Ooh, it, it pains me to say this. I, uh, this is, this is, this is, I don't want this to be on record. So I'm not gonna say what I want to say. Well, I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm like, I apologize, but I'm gonna uh, say it. It's anyway. too late to go off record. Yeah. So here's what I'm gonna say. I love Tua. I wouldn't trade the the number three pick. I wouldn't do that. I would for sure. I I I would do Tua for Watson. I would do that. You do. I mean, you're not. Houston's straight not up. taking that straight. Up. Houston is not taking that straight up. Then that sounds like they have an issue. <laughs> I mean, if, if he doesn't want to go anywhere else, it sounds like you got an issue. He, his preferred destination is us. That's why it works for all these other teams. Why, that's why it works for the the teams in my. I mean, in in the NBA, it's because why would I want? Why would I want your guy that doesn't want to be here? Mm-hmm. So why not just go listen? I, like that's being nice. I just don't want a quarterback controversy. I'll give you Tua for Watson. The only reason I would do it is strictly from a not because I don't like Tua, but it's risk management. Deshaun had an injury, tore his ACL in college and tore his ACL in the NFL. But other than that, he's been getting wrecked, wrecked, and he's still making plays. He's still an amazing quarterback. 
He's consistent. Matt. He's been in the league for a while. He's all he needs is a team. Like he needs a, a team around him and he's going to shine. And I think that with Tua, he's injury prone before and he's already showing he's injury prone now still and he's still taking a little bit to get to get it together. So I would I mean me straight up, I would do it. If I was Miami, I would do it straight up. And then get me a nice little receiver. I'll tell you, I'll still keep the number three pick, or maybe if I can get the guy that I want and trade the number three pick and go down to probably number nine or number eight. I would, I would, I would, I mean, I, I, you know, I want, I want, I want Devontae Smith. That's what I want. But listen, that's another, that's another story. That's another story. If I was the Dolphins, I'm making that trade Tua and number three all day, every day. Tua? Yeah, you giving up? I'm giving up Tua and the number three pick for Deshaun Watson. And the number three pick? Oh yeah, when you you've already you got another first round pick still. That's that's later. You, imme- you immediately becoming Super Bowl contenders with that trade. We still don't know if Tua's even going to turn out. That's what I'm saying. I, but I I would just do it straight up. You like nah, man? I would do it straight up. I, I know you would, and I would too, of course. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not – it's not. I don't think it's realistic. I think they got to throw in one of the first-round draft picks too in order to make that trade, even if, you know, Deshaun is saying, you know, that's my preferred destination because Houston don't got to trade him. He don't have a, a, the ability to block a trade, so it don't really matter. Dolphins have all of the leverage. We have all the leverage. No, because Houston will just say, okay, well, we're going to trade him somewhere else. Like to Detroit. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that. I'm giving up Stafford and the number seven pick. Oh, see, I get that. I get that. But why would you trade him to somewhere he does not want to be? He, The Dolphins have all the leverage. The Texans, because Houston doesn't care where he does and doesn't want to be. They care about getting the most back. And the Lions don't, the Lions care, though. The Lions are not going to want to trade for him. Like, Does he want to be with the Lions? That's not on his list. The Lions wouldn't. The line, the way it works is a team is going to gauge his interest, and you know, guys will say, "I want to be in Miami," but you know, they get they'll be open to other places too because you know the realistic in the industry. But I'm saying to you is these guys are not doing that. Obviously, they'll have a couple, but if you if what's stopping Deshaun Watson from saying, "I want to go to the Dolphins," and that's it. Obviously, there's no tampering and stuff going on. There's no tamper rules in the league in, in the NFL. But listen, actually, I think there is. But listen, like if if you know what the deal is, you have nothing to lose. Straight up, bro. You get a young guy for for this guy, and then you're good. You, you, we solve your problem for you. Go go. I mean, listen. You're gonna have to rebuild anyway. You don't have anything. You don't have anything else. You have no. You have no value other than this one guy. Let's give you some value. Let's give you Tua. Tua's only three years younger than Deshaun Watson. Exactly. Let's give you it's Tua. Not, it's, not even, it's not even that much of a Let's give no you Tua. rebuild opportunity. Let's take Tua. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving an inch. <laughs> hey, man, you can play hardball all day. We'll see how that uh, turns out. I'm telling you, man, like you, you're, you're just looking at, and I see what you're saying with the number three. Okay, listen, we'll give him the number 18 pick. Hey man, that might be enough, but I mean, you might have to throw some later on, like you know, a third or something in there too. Bro, listen, but, stop it, stop it. You, you're killing me here, man. Deshaun Watson is a superstar, boss. When you don't see these types of trades, you got like, you got to give up a lot to get them because Texan don't care. Texans will f- make him stay under contract. He ain't got. What's he gonna do? Hold out and lose millions of dollars? What do you have to lose? Millions? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fine. Listen, okay, I'm telling you what I'm doing. Dolphins will give up Tua and the number 18 pick because that will give the Dolphins a number three pick to really be able to run around with and try to figure out what they want to do. But we need a solid receiver in this round. I mean, in in, in the first round. We need one. We really do. And plus, we're not just going to give them their, their, their number three back pick, their number three pick back again. Come on. Oh, shoot, I forgot that. Why would we do that? Why would forgot, we do it? I forgot that's where that came from. Like, come on. You can hey, have man, the 18 hey, man. I was, I was just thinking, you know, it's the Texans. They can be fleeced. We've all seen it. Exactly. I'm not going to give them their number three <laughs> pick back. Come on. Can, hey, you, can you just give us our number three pick? I'm like, what are we going to do with Tua? I'm like, no. No, you're taking <laughs> Tua and that's it. Or you get the 18 pick. We're not giving you number three back. Because the Dolphins need some cap type of capital to be able to move around and do what they need to do. 
They just do. And they're going to get it as they deserve. <laughs> hey, man. So, you know, speaking of Eric Bieniemy and, you know, maybe his possible hire in uh, Houston, I just want to throw out my my favorite fact that I've learned through watching like this NFL hiring cycle. So I never knew this. Maybe I just wasn't paying it close enough attention, but so Falcons just hired Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator formerly of the uh, Tennessee Titans as their head coach. And I just discovered Arthur Smith is the son and heir to the FedEx fortune. His dad is the one who founded FedEx. So this dude was born a billionaire, basically. And yet he's still out here grinding tape and having Derrick Henry run the ball 47 times a game. Hey, that boy different. (laughs) (laughs) That boy different. Hey, listen, also, it doesn't sound like that hard of a job. Just, you know, just hand the ball off to, to 22. Just do that. Man... How did how did Washington not hire this guy? Because it's Washington, man. Like you gonna have you could have had the 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 son of FedEx coaching at FedEx Field. Listen, man, I'm pretty sure there's probably rules around that too. <laughs> They'd probably be like, "Why did you hire this guy?" Because I, I don't, I don't know, but man, that would have I don't know, just would have been interesting. It would have, it would have. That is an interesting fact, though. I, 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 if I was a billionaire, I guess. I guess I'd be in the tape room, but man, and he's been a he's been a lead for a while, right? Yeah, I mean, like he, I mean, he came up. You know, he didn't. This wasn't no like silver spoon getting handed a offensive coordinator job or whatever. You know, he came up, grinded through the system. And that boy went to prep school too. Now, that <laughs> <laughs> with the prep school been putting in putting in work. He thirty eight years old, been putting in that work for a while, man, for a while, while. What, like he started probably, they said that he started as a grad assistant in North Carolina in 06 and has been, oh, you won't believe where his next stop was, the Washington football team, 2007 (laughs) to 2008 as a defensive quality control coach. Mm, Wonder how he got that position. Yeah, wonder how that happened. Then he ended up going to Ole Miss as a defensive intern and then he worked his way up with the Tennessee Titans in 2011. Again, started off as a defensive quality control coach and just kept grinding, man. Literally, day but like year by year, he basically got a promotion every year. Basically, yeah. hey man, props to him. Yeah, man, congrats to that guy, man. Your billions didn't have anything to do with this, and you deserve it. <laughs> so yeah, I man, NFL coaching circle or cycle been interesting. You see, uh, who the Jacksonville Jaguars just hired? I your will boy? not speak of that name. Your your, your boy. Bro, I'm getting tired. I'm getting sick and tired of his uh his shenanigans, man. <laughs> Me too, man. Um, Me yeah, too. He, got, he, he played musical chairs with these coaches stuff. Like, oh, I have health issues. <laughs> man, those man. He just got done telling everybody like two years ago done, that man. that he has health issues that cause him to like forget months at a time, bro. I mean, nobody <laughs> believed it, but every he, time. Like, hey, hey, why, why were you? Why did you keep a, a guy who was like continuously being arrested for beating his wife on staff? Well, you see, <laughs> I got this condition where I just I forget like the whole month of June every couple weeks, and <laughs> like, like, and now you coaching and now you coaching Bro. the Jags? Like, what? He he has the same routine every time. It's no. like this is the third time he's done this. <laughs> He's always got a new medical condition. Yeah, boy. Hey, he, I want to see an episode of House on Urban Meyer. Yo, that's a real hey, that's a real thought right there. He literally uses the same feeling like, in Florida, like, for health reasons, I want to step down. Then it comes to come to find out Aaron Hernandez out here shooting people and killing folks. That's crazy. Got all these craziness going down in, in Florida. He's like, yeah, I'm out of here. You haven't been haven't been Florida hasn't been right since. Mm-hmm. Then he go to Ohio State. He like, yeah, you know. Like, oh no, I'm, I'm, I can't do this. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I have medical issues. But I'm gonna go ahead and oh no, he's like, I can't travel anymore. It's just too much on me. Then he goes in and takes the job as a as an announcer, not an announcer, but like a personality on one of these analyst shows or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And he's traveling literally more than he used to travel. He's traveling now for this show, the show that he's doing. And then he goes, you know what? Ohio State has an opening. 
I think I'll take that. I think I'll go ahead and do that. Okay, you get it. Then you see him on the sideline, literally looking like he's about to pass out. And like people are like, he's having medical issues. They're zooming in on him. I guess it was, I think what game was it? Was it a game against, I think it was a game against Penn State or something or Indiana. He was just like, looks like he was about to die. I'm like, yo, he's about to die. Like on the field right now, he's about to die. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, I'm done, man. He's like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Looks the camera right in the eye. Says, yeah, I'm not, I'm never going to coach another snap ever again. A year and a half later. Man, that Jacksonville job looking real nice right now. You know, shoot. shoot. <laughs> he came out and said, Duval. My boy said, ooh, how many draft picks? Oh, number one, ooh. Trevor Lawrence. Oh. Don't mind if I do. Oh, that's not too bad at all. Okay, you just, how many draft picks? That many draft picks? Ooh, okay. All right, cool. Florida? Oh, really? Oh, man. Okay, all right. Something. Okay, all right. It's not looking too bad. How much you going to pay me? Oh, yeah, man. I probably should do that for show, for show. You know what? It's a miracle. I can remember. (laughs) I remember the day. I can see clearly now. Man, I'm done with Urban, man. I hope hope he's he's, he's healthy and he stays safe, but I think he's... Dude is a charlatan. Hey, hey, that boy probably has a... (laughs) He's probably a hypochondriac. That's probably what it is, to be honest. He just got WebMD open up on his phone all the time. Hey, you're probably taking his. Never mind. Let me not get into that. <laughs> let me not get into that. Let, let's talk about let, what's going on with your lines, man. What, what's up with your lines, man? Who are they going to hire? And, and like, so, my lions, you know, we out here, we doing stuff, we making moves, I guess. It hasn't been announced yet, uh, you know, any day now, but they expected to hire. Uh, Dan, Dan, the man, mattress man, Campbell. Who? Uh, Dan, Dan, the mattress man. I think that's a local Michigan thing. Oh, my. <laughs> oh my. Dan, the man, the mattress man. Okay. Dan, Dan, the mattress man. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like a local, that's a local commercial here. Uh, <laughs> I'm rocking with it. It's a good but, story. Uh, he's the, he's the, you know, he's like associate head coach and tight ends coach for the Saints. Uh, mm. And he played like the last two years of his, of his career uh, as a tight end. He was like a blocking tight end for the Lions for a couple years. And, you know, his prior coaching stops, he was the interim co- head coach for the for your Miami Dolphins. Trash. You know, we were talking about this earlier. I think it was the Joe Philbin years. Uh, you know, he after Joe Philbin was fired, and you know he did he did okay. I think uh, you know he went like five and seven after you know uh, an zero and three, zero and four start, something like that. So he's solid. He's kind of known more as a you know a, a rah rah uh, in your face leader of men type of coach more than a you know an X and an O uh, schematic guy. And after the Lions, you know, they just got rid of Matt Patricia, who basically everybody in the organization who hadn't played for the New England Patriots hated this guy's guts. Uh, you know, they really wanted somebody who was somebody you know charismatic who could, you know, build a, a culture and connect with players on a personal level. And whatever, you know, I wish they could have gotten somebody who was like that and also, you know, had called plays and was a good X and O's guy, you know, but so I was pretty meh about the hire, you know, but they did just announce today that he's bringing in, uh, Aaron Glenn, former, uh, pro bowl corner. Now, uh, now former, uh, defensive backs coach from the saints. I'm pretty, he's bringing brought in as, uh, the defensive coordinator for the lions. I'm pretty psyched about that hire. So, you know, we'll see who they bring in as the offensive coordinator, Cause that's really going to determine it for me. Cause Dan Campbell kind of gives me the, the impression that he's one of these, like we're going to establish the run and we're running the ball on first and second and maybe even third down. And that one of those old school kind of guys. So, but you know, he was with the saints who were throwing it 40 times a game. So maybe I'm wrong. No, I hope I am. We'll see how this all goes. We're going to play blue collar down your throat football. 
That's what yeah. we're gonna do, bro. He's jacked too, by the way. Dan Campbell. I mean, I, yeah. I remember Dan Campbell was jacked. Like I said, he was like he was a blocking tight end in the NFL. So he's like you know six six two sixty, and he looked like he and he's still pretty young. Like I'd say, you know, for a coach, he's probably in his early to mid forties. You can tell he still works out. <laughs> Boys, that boy, that boy, still pushing, pushing that weight, man. Oh yeah, literally, he's still literally six six. I think he's like six five, two sixty. Literally, yeah. I mean, he was a big dude. It's different, so. man. Them boys different out there, man. They they built different. Well, good luck to the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I don't, I don't like that tone, man. <laughs> hey, man. I, hey, listen. If anybody knows about Dan Campbell, it's moi. But okay. Good luck. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all taking them off uh, Sean Payton's hand. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. He was he was the real secret. He was the secret sauce to uh, the Saints' success. It wasn't Drew Brees. It was Dan Campbell. Yeah, he's the he's the one that coaches uh, Tyson Hill. So there you go, Tyson Hill. <laughs> Tyson Hill. And you don't Tyson Hill. There you go. Listen, let's talk about these playoff games though in the NFL, man. All right. All right. All right. Some good games. I actually watched these games. I actually watched them all. I watched every single one of them. And we got to talk about the... the it's, it was basically the battles of the QBs, man. That's basically what it was. And other Story than, of the NFL. Other than like Jared Goff. We don't need to talk about Jared Goff. We don't need to talk about Jared Goff. But listen, man. Like you had, you know, two QBs got knocked out of their games during the playoffs, which is unheard of. You got to protect your QBs, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. You have to. It's an absolute must. But, you know, Lamar gets knocked out. Lamar wasn't looking too good at the end there either through that pick that that pick six. I think it was like a 101-yard pick six. Yeah. He was there, though. He got that. He was getting down to the red zone, and, and, you know, it never was right then. And he tried to throw away the ball in end zone, smacked his head in the back of the uh, in the 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 end zone, uh, and then – and it ran into the locker room. People were saying the jokes like, oh, he has to go poop again. No, he's, <laughs> he's, con- he's concussed. He was concussed, and I'm glad he's doing all right now. But things like that. And then you also had Patrick Mahomes get concussed as well. Uh, and, you know, one one team ended up winning the game and the other didn't, right? Those backups That's generally are how it works. <laughs> those those, 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 uh, those uh, backups are important, uh, and – the Baltimore Ravens backups were not great, and shortly after they released RG three, um, and then I think uh, Trey McTurlian tore his ACL, so they had to go to what is it? Hardly is what is it? Utah, Utah guy, right? They had to go to him. Yeah, Tyler Huntley. Yeah, he he kind of reminds me of, of Deshaun a little bit though with his mannerisms. Oh, yeah. He has the same mannerisms as Deshaun. I'm like, oh, I think he looks up to Deshaun quite a bit, but I I, I like Tyler Huntley's game when he was coming out of uh, Utah. Yeah, you know, I think he's he's a good developmental guy, but I mean, he's yeah. not ready for that stage yet. I think it was the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year, right? I think that's what he was. Oh, he might have been. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty good good uh, in college, but. Yeah, they just didn't couldn't put it all together, and obviously the Bills. The Bills are very good. Shout out to uh, Stephen Diggs and man, who would have thought Josh Allen would have? Man, that's another story. Man, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Wyoming native. Yeah, yeah, that's another story. But uh, it was really nice, man. I, I really like Bills fans, man. Even though they're in our division, it's not the same as the Patriots fans and the Jets fans. Like the these the Bills fans are man, they're truly good people. Even me as a Dolphins person, as like I've met a few Bills fans, man, great guys, great people. Go ahead, Lamar gets knocked out, and you know what? You know what? We're gonna donate this charity, man. Hope he gets better. We're gonna donate. Like what? That's some nice stuff, man. They they go ahead, they buy tables, they 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 throw their bodies in the tables, and then they donate to charity. How can you like that? Not like those fans. Hey, did you see uh, the interview Rob Gronkowski did? So Rob Gronkowski is a is a Buffalo native, right? Ah, and. They asked him, like, you know, hey, did you ever, uh, you know, partake in, you know, the the breaking of a, of a folding table, you know, growing up in Buffalo, you know, implied like, you know, going to a Bills game. And he said, he said, oh, yeah, but the, mostly just at, it was at home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to do with the Bills game. Yeah, no, I broke a few, but just like at, at the house. Just at the house. That's all I did, man. We were power bombing each other through tables. That's just what we do in in, in Buffalo. This is what we do in the the, uh, the upper, uh, what is it, upstate New York. That's what we do, man. 
It's the most Rob Gronkowski thing. Like, uh, of course, of course. Yeah, no, they, they got great fans, man. And, and they're always really classy. They even looked out. I remember a couple years ago when they first made it into the playoffs, uh, like that, that drought. And they ended up, uh, they ended up going to, uh, what you call it, man? I'm tripping. They ended up uh, giving Andy Dalton, like, like donate to his charity as well. Cause I think they, they oh, yeah. He had he, the, Andy Dalton won the, I don't remember who he beat, but he beat somebody in the last game of the season for the Bengals, yeah. which allowed, which since the playoff spot for the, for the Bills. Yep. Yep. I think that's what it was. I forgot who it was. It, may, it might have been Pittsburgh. I don't remember, but it was it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, yeah, man. And then you know Patrick Mahomes get concussed, and man, I, it, he was limping a little bit throughout that game. The Browns, the Browns brought yeah, he the had fight, a toe right? injury. Too. Yeah, yeah, they brought the fight, man. The Browns were not going going out like that. And yeah, man, it was it, he got knocked out. It didn't really look like much either. But when he tried to get up, you could definitely tell he was concussed. And after that, they had to bring in Chad Henney, another Florida guy, man, another Florida, another Michigan guy too. <laughs> he's not from Florida. No, he's he's he played for the Dolphins, man. Yeah, he's not from Florida. Hey, listen, he's a Florida guy, man. He played for the Dolphins, <laughs> man. He's a my he's a Dolphins guy, okay. He's a Dolphins guy, but he's Chad Chad Henney. Yeah, and then he's definitely a Michigan guy. So there you go. <laughs> uh, he came in, man, and you know these backups they matter. They matter. I. I he threw an awful pick in the end zone, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty bad. But way to make an Andy Reid, man. And, and this is the thing man, with coaching. The, the guts of that fourth down call. My goodness, man. Like, you like, oh, you're just going to try to draw them off sides. I'm like, okay, they're an empty. They're, they're, not, they're not throwing this ball. They're not going to do anything. They're, they're only going to just probably just try to draw them off sides and, you know, call the timeout or take the penalty and punt it. No, no. Then they bring the running back. They bring Williams into the backfield. I'm like, oh, they might run it, but they're not. They're not going to run the play here. It's fine. And if they were, they would run it. And they're in shotgun. Why would you run it in shotgun? Like they're crowding the box. And then they stop the ball and throw the ball to Tyreek Hill for an easy <laughs> first down. And you're like, okay, you got some guts, and you got to trust Chad Henney to make that throw, man. Oh my goodness, I man, don't know, can, man. I don't. Can know. I can I just say? I wish more teams, not necessarily with the throw, but I wish more teams would be that aggressive on fourth down like that. You know, so often we see where, you know, a team goes out there on fourth down and they got no intention of actually snapping the ball. Yeah. You know, they, they just out there do do some hard counts, send a guy in motion, try to get the other team to, the other, uh, team to jump. And once the defense, when they go through, they do their hard count a couple of times, put the guy in motion, and once the defense realizes, like, oh, that's all they got, and now they're just waiting, they're going to take, you know, take the delay of game penalty and punt it or whatever, the defense all kind of stands up and relaxes. And I wish more teams would snap the ball once they see, you know, the defense relax, thinking they got away with it, you know? Yeah. That's the perfect time to snap it. It is. I mean, they it, they caught me. Listen, I'm sitting at home in my nice little warm couch watching the TV, and I was shook. I was like, come on, just let's let it run out, and let's go punt it, and let's see what the Browns could do here. And they actually went. I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. They went for it. And they got it with Chad Henney throwing that. And that's not an easy throw. It's not like a pitch and catch throw. He's throwing – this it's a it's a if people when, you, and when you're playing the quarterback and you're in that angle people don't understand you got a lot you got a tackle moving doing his kickbacks right and then you're you're angling it you kind of almost got to angle your arm your trajectory a little bit to get it this perfect angle and if it's not right you're gonna mess you're gonna miss that throw it is not a pit chip shot like throw and it's very easily intercepted and taken to like the house with those type of throws so Shouts out to them for doing that. I, I, anything is possible. Like, shout out to Chad Henney. You heard that? Anything is possible. You hear that? And they asked him, they said, or they told him after the game, they said, oh, you know, anything is possible. It's trending on social media. He said, the only social media I got is LinkedIn. (laughs) The most backup, career backup QB answer possible. That boy said, man, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. I ain't got nothing else for y'all, man. Just give me, just give me my 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 LinkedIn, 
and I'm good to go. Y'all know where I'm at. He looks so different now too, man. He looks so different than what he looked like back in in in, uh, in Miami. But you know that, that's what happens with time. That's what happens with time. <laughs> that's, that's how that works. Yeah, that's how that works. So so I've heard. Yeah, but you know, then there was like the battle of the two uh, <laughs> the two grandpas, man. Oh man, Brady and Breeze. Holy smokes, Breeze got to stop, bro. Tom's Tom's close too. I didn't say it. It was kind of ugly. <laughs> they, they, they like throwing crossing routes, and the only bomb that was thrown at all was that bomb to, uh, that Jameis Winston threw for that huge that gadget play touchdown. It, yeah, it's like <laughs> there was no deep balls thrown, and I think Breeze had like a comeback that that he threw to Sanders that was pretty decent, but it floated in the air for a while. Like Sanders ran a great route for the quarterback not to be able to undercut that, but man, it was tough to watch. Man, Drew just refuses to throw the ball downfield. Tom also he'll do it occasionally to keep you honest, but it's not pretty and it's not what it used to be. It's very early in the route where he tries kind of throws it out there. They both got to be done after this, man. There's let me get your your opinion on this before I move on to what I really want to move on to. Man, I think I think Breeze is definitely done. Uh, the injuries, man, the, his arm is just gone. He, I mean, he they already tailored that offense around him, you know, king of the slants, but it's just just ugly, man. I I just don't. I mean, in in defenses are playing them that way. Mm-hmm. They they're like you're not you're not gonna throw it. It's fine. Yeah, we'll, what are you gonna do? Throw it deep? Yeah, you're not gonna do that. Which you know, it's not not a good look, man. It just does not help you, Drew. I know you wanted it, man, but you gotta call it quits, man. You, he's 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 literally costing them games now. Oh yeah, I mean Brady. I say Brady got another year left because Brady still has his moments. Um. Maybe it's because he's got, you know, some better deep ball weapons still. I mean, he's obviously got the better receiving core than uh, Saints. Even, you know, Drew Brees has always had, not always had, but has had uh, Michael Thomas there. But yeah. I mean, Brees, Brady looked his age this game, but he's still got some moments where he th- puts up, you know, 350 on a, on a team. I get that. But still, man, like you have Mike Evans, you got Antonio Brown. Are they washed? I mean, those are deep threat guys. Are they washed? I no, so. I mean, it's just not. They're not washed. Exactly. Brady's close. There, like I said, he got maybe one more year left. He just don't. He just don't have the arm to throw it deep to those guys, where he can really, really utilize them to the best of their ability. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. They're not washed. They're still really great receivers. I mean, I didn't even mention. I didn't even mention Godwin. Godwin's great. Godwin, yeah, Godwin's been not been able to be utilized because of Brady's noodle arm. But hey, listen, I'm sure if they win the Super Bowl with Brady, you know, throwing, I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm just saying if they were to win the Super Bowl with Brady throwing five yard slants and outs and whatnot, um, they're not gonna care. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Not when they go see my guy, a a Ron. That man, that man is a beast. The Terminator, man. My goodness. They're not winning next week. They're not winning, man. Let's not even talk about it. It's not going to happen. Not today, not tomorrow. They're not winning that game. Not with that other guy. Not with D. Adams. Not with Devontae Adams. No, that's that guy. Made Ramsey. Man, come on, man. I, ain't, I don't even want to talk no more. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, they're not going to, Brady's not going to beat that team. Their defense is good enough. That offense is clicking. Number one offense. They are good. I mean, I get people are like, man, why didn't you? Man, think about it. They could have had a, they could have had another offensive weapon. They drafted a quarterback. Bruh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, the, that draft still, but yeah. That's okay. And it's fine. They're still the number one offense. It didn't hurt them. It didn't hurt them at all. I don't know if they're just keeping them there just like as an asset to trade or so. I don't know. I mean, it, I don't know why. They really, I, I still don't understand it. But, hey, listen, they're fine. They're fine. And they're going to be good. And Aaron Rodgers is playing 
at an all-time level. I remember when we came into the season, we were talking about Russell Wilson should be the MVP. But, man, you know, that that conversation has really shifted. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's it, it's, it, it's, it, it's Rodgers. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. He's good. He's really the good. Other, the only guy, it's, let's say, okay, top three. I'm going to say Rodgers. Mahomes, Josh Allen. Gosh, I hate when you say Josh Allen. It's my cousin. Gosh, man. A.A. Ron figured it out, man. He's always had it figured out. Man, he's a computer out on the field, boss. He just, you can't stop him. Yeah. It don't matter. You can't stop him. And if they give him another weapon besides Devontae Adams, I mean, he got a stud running back too, which is why that offense is, unstoppable already but if he had another wide receiver or a tight end or somebody to throw the dang ball to yeah. i will say that they played the bucks they played against the bucks uh early in the season i think in october and they they lost i think if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure they lost that game aaron Rodgers had like 160 passing yards and two interceptions Wow. Will that I mean, happen Bucks, again? Bucks got, a, Bucks got a legit defense. Uh, they can get after the QB. They got some corners. They getting uh, 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 Vita Vita Vea. They getting him back supposedly for the game. Yeah. You know, so that'll help with uh, stopping stopping Aaron Jones in the run game. So yeah. you know it's gonna be a good game. I'm excited to watch it. Hey, good luck in that frozen tundra. <laughs> All them boys coming straight from Tampa. Okay. Good luck. That's a good point. Good luck. I mean, Tom Brady used to it, so. I mean, they um, got they got what's his name, uh, uh, White, the the linebacker from LSU. Mm-hmm. He he's great, but all that boy know is the Bayou. Okay, all that boy know is the hot weather. He don't know nothing about that cold Wisconsin weather. You know a little bit about that. Oh, I, I'm well versed on Wisconsin winters. It's different, they, folks. They, they trash. They different. You know how you got to get in your car, you start the car, you want to just warm it up and have the ice just melt. The ice don't melt. You got to have special scrapers. You got to have a thermal scraper. You ever heard of thermal scraper? Go to Amazon. You'll find mm-hmm. one. Nuclear powered. Nuclear powered. That's all we need, bro. Come on, man. It's different out there. They got heated coils in their turf. Boy, it's different out there, man. Look, good, good luck to, the, to Tom Brady, but I'm never wrong. They going to lose. They're going to lose good. You, you, you got a score prediction for us? 38 to 0. Ooh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey. I'm just kidding. Listen, I ain't going to even do it. I ain't going to do it. That is a hot take. I ain't going to do it to y'all. I ain't going to do it to y'all because that is that is a hell of a hot take. I ain't going to say it. But I I think, let me like let me really think about this here because I want to make sure that I'm correct with what I'm take, thinking here, man. I think... Nah, I think it's 48 to 0. <laughs> 48 to 0, man. 48. Hot take. There you go. 48 to 0. Good luck, Tom. All right. All right. Give me a prediction. How many rushing yards for your boy, Leonard Fournette? Okay, listen. We I know we've gone back and forth quite a bit on this. And we thought that it, that it was not going to work out. But, man, I guess he needed that. He needed that rest. I guess he really needed that rest because he's he's doing good. I mean, they're utilizing him, and that's what. And I also think Bruce Arian is realizing that they really need to focus on that on the mm-hmm. run game for for them to go. And Leonard Fournette's that guy. Jones, they utilize Jones pretty good too. I know his quad; he had quad issues, but they figured it out, man. They figured it out. They're running. They're running him pretty well, and he's getting what you said. He's getting those carries. He's getting a ton of carries, and that's exactly what he needed. I I will give you a. I will give you an estimate of what I think that he's going to, how many yards I think he's going to get. All right, he, hit me. Because against Washington, he got he had 19 attempts for 93 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Against the Saints, he got 17 attempts for 63 yards. Okay, great. Can't catch the ball with a lick, but okay. He did have five perception, <laughs> but, you know, I've seen, I've seen him drop a couple. So what I will say, you ready for this? Yeah. Eight attempts. 13 yards. Hot take. Damn. I'm I'm That's predicting they're gonna lose 48 to 0. They ain't not gonna run the ball, bruh. 
Nah, I'm just I'm just upset because that that's about what I was gonna predict for him too. <laughs> I was I wasn't going with a 48 nothing blowout, but I was gonna say, nah, this seemed like a game where because he let you know as a guy I lived in Jacksonville, I followed the Jags for a few years. I've seen Leonard Fournette play, and he's prone to have some of those games where he goes like eight carries, twelve yards. Yes. Uh. You know what? Always I, when I'd see him have those games, and then fourth quarter he brought break out like a a seventy yard run, and yeah. you know that his, his numbers look normal. But I'm gonna so I'm gonna say let's see I'm gonna say Packers, uh, thirty one, Tampa Bay, twenty three, okay. and yeah, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I'm gonna price is right. Yeah, I'm gonna say nine carries for fourteen yards. Okay, so you're going twenty-one twenty-three Packers. Uh, thirty-one twenty-three. Thirty-one Packers. Thirty-one twenty-three Packers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Tom Brady. Tom Brady throws for two hundred and fifteen yards. A touchdown and. Two interceptions. Okay. All right. I we, we're not gonna get into that nitty gritty. We're not gonna get into that nitty gritty. We're going to. No, I, I just want to let everybody know that yes, I am psychic, and yes, what I am telling you is exactly what's going to happen. Okay. Listen. So listen. Let's keep know, it going. Let's keep it going. Who, who, Michigan. Michigan online sports betting comes legal Friday. So take it to the bank. Do what if you want with y'all the, in Michigan. Do what you want with that information. Yep. Just you know, hit me with the kickback. All right, let's see. I mean, if we're going to keep going, let's keep going. Let's, let's knock it out. Last one here. The Chiefs, Chiefs, Bills. What you got? Chiefs, Bills. I'm going to say 42-37 Chiefs. Ooh, 42-37 Contingent, Chiefs. contingent on, on Mahomes, on obviously. Mahomes. You know, because if it's my boy, Chad Henney, that I'm going 57. <laughs> I'm gonna give <laughs> hot <laughs> fifty-seven. Okay, I'll do the same. Contingent on on Patrick playing and his foot being healthy. Mm-hmm. His foot needs to be right. I'm gonna say I don't even know why I like like jerked back in my chair like when I heard 50 because like really it's the Chiefs of Mahomes that's not that surprising no that defense is I do you know I just don't think that you know if they up by that much like they're gonna get Mahomes out of there given his health so I don't know if they'll have that opportunity to you know really pile it on but we'll see we'll see I mean listen I'm I'm 11 points higher than you are but it is that I am ten point or, or no, I am eleven points lower than you are with the with the the bill score. So yeah, I see your point. But I I forgot, I forgot what we were talking about, and I thought you were coming out like I'm eleven points higher than you. I'm like, are you talking shit, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? You think you better than me? Hey man, listen, I do. <laughs> I am I am a predicting king. That's what I am. I think I am correct. By a whole lot, no, no, seriously. You usually, you're usually way right. <laughs> you're way, you're way more on point with these because I'll pick these ridiculous numbers that won't even really happen. So, hence me picking fifty three. <laughs> hey man, it, like we said, it, we've, it's the Chiefs. We've seen it before. We have, we have. No, it's gonna be exciting to see, man. We have, I, I, we have them down, and we'll we'll come back on the next episode. Shoot, we might crack another episode before that, depending mm-hmm. what happens. You know, like we, like we said, we we back, we back, we getting back on our schedule. We gonna have more episodes for you coming out on the regular now. You already heard it. You already know what it is. I ain't even no hot take, but I'm gonna drop the hot take. Button. Hot take, because we back in effect. Thirteen episodes a week. Let's go. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got a I got a job. <laughs> no man, listen. This was a good show, man. It's good to be back. Uh, we, we've been gone for a while, but we're going to try to keep up the cadence and, you know, we, we getting the stamina, right? We going to ease into it. Shoot. We might have a two hour special super bowl week. Oh, look out. We might have something special for y'all now. 
Hey, mm-hmm. We got we got something cooking. I heard. Yes, sir. And we also appreciate all y'all that be listening, man. We really be y'all really our numbers really be taking off because y'all. We really appreciate that. Every time we drop an episode, we start creeping up on them numbers. We appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Hey, man, drop a review. Five stars it really helps out. It really does. You're special people, and we love you. No, no, I like I'm making a joke into a reference, but I do really it's love weird, you. It's got re- weirdly sensual. Yeah, so, like I, I'm just, you do you all. Hey man, y'all, y'all keep y'all keep hitting us up. Follow us, hit subscribe, whatever y'all do. I'm just kidding. No, seriously, we appreciate y'all. Put your turn on your bell notifications. I don't even know if that's real, but listen wherever you listen to podcasts, and you know we're gonna keep expanding the empire. Holla at your boys. Shout out Eureka Springs. Y'all know what's up.